Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up that there, podcast land? Ooh. Sadness, y'all. Sadness. Very. Deep sadness. Corn dog is sick. <laughs> Old Jelly Bean not feeling it. He was here to get us gone, and there he's gone, like the wind. Bye. Bye, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> he said adios. <laughs> yeah, he's not feeling well. No. So anyway, so it's just, hey. It's just the two of us. Back. Just the two again. I started to quote ACDC there, and then I thought better. <laughs> so I wouldn't have known that it was ACDC. So that was the name of a song. <laughs> I wouldn't have known. I, I'll I'll learn you okay. after this is over. With. Okay, later. Okay. Later. <laughs> so how are you? So it's a Monday. It's a Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. know that feeling. Yeah. It's a Monday. So anyway, it's so good weird. with Dan. I mean, I know, seriously, I I'm sort of used to I know. that third person chiming in. So now it's just us. It's just us cross desk again. Cross the desk again. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We went from side by side. Moving that mic back and forth. Two, two mics. Yours not being on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do across the desk. Yours still not being on. <laughs> to now it's three of us. Yep. And but today, Today's, just us two. Yep. I know you're a little worried about what we got going on today. <laughs> no, because you're in charge, so it'll be all oh, good. Oh, I got it, girlfriend. Yeah. But yesterday was great here at Marion Baptist Church. So yeah. Yesterday was a good day. It was a good day. It was a good day. Yep. Um, things are going well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so let's just jump in, see what we got. All right. This could be a short one. It might be. <laughs> we may only go 20 minutes today. May surprise Dan. <laughs> I don't think so because the the truth that's in this is is it references another parable, right? So in a, in a sense, right? And so we're we're gonna make that connection, but um, yeah, God's good. You yeah. know, we had Siler family. You know, yep. we, I mean, okay, here's a little honesty. We're taping like a week ahead, <laughs> so we just had the Siler family here, and they were tremendous. Yep, and um, enjoyed them very much so, and um. Looking at a few weeks out, we have River's Edge coming. Yep. You'll be with your daughter. Yep. Um, yep. Sadly, you'll miss sadly, them. Sadly, I will. <laughs> but we shall persevere. Yes. As they said in Outlaw Josie Wells, we will endeavor to persevere. All right. So <laughs> Matthew chapter 13. All right. I will read verse read. 47 to 50. Yes. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers, but threw away the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. All right, let's pray, y'all. Father God, we just are so thankful for the opportunity to um, open your word. You tell us in Scripture that your word will never return void. You tell us in Scripture that your word is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. 
So we know that it's your word, and your word is really Jesus. He was the final word for all of eternity. And so, God, as we open up this portion of Scripture, as we look at another parable, um, we thank you for the truth that you give us in Scripture. May we do justice and have our minds focused here, Father God. And um, we're going to honor you with all that we do, and we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, one thing that I read there was pretty cool. It, this is the first time that I, as I was studying it, it says, again, the kingdom of heaven. Now, the kingdom of heaven is not the same thing as the kingdom of God. Because specifically what it was saying in this one is, so the kingdom of heaven, it may look like a bunch of people that have been there. The kingdom right. of God is strictly all believers. Right, right. Here, in the- you get the connotation that there are people that are not really, they look it, but they're not. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was sort of, and somebody that I read it in two places, and I was like, wow, okay. So just, are you saying just in this parable? Because just in, in this parable. Okay, because in the others, we knew that. Yeah, the others. I mean, we referenced that before, that they, when Matthew uses the kingdom of heaven, it's really the yeah. same as kingdom of God. But in but this because one of this, parable. the nature of this parable. When you look at the context, remember context. Yeah, context, absolutely. Text right. without context is pretext. Right. So in the context, it's like uh, they're going to be people who think they're getting there, but they're mm-hmm. not. You mm-hmm. know, I think it was Billy Graham that said 75 percent of all church members are not going to heaven. <laughs> wow, that's an astounding that number. An astounding number. It's, it may have even gone up in these days. Yeah, but you look at what did Jesus say? Narrow is the gate. Mm-hmm. Right. And and we don't like to think in terms of that. No. We. I believe for fully in my heart that as Baptists, including Southern Baptists, we're becoming universalists. Mm-hmm. We just think everybody's going. Right. And we're going to go off on a little tangent here for just a second. Okay. okay? Um, and I read the quote. It's why I'm thinking about about it today, and it's, my mind's been on it. Um, I think it was... J.C. Ryle, I could be, I could be incorrect. More people go to hell because of the sinner's prayers than any any other mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> because so often we put stock in just praying that prayer. I said a prayer, right? Well, right. <laughs> if you didn't mean that prayer, you don't get right. to go to heaven. It's not right. like um, a genie in a bottle. Right. Yeah, it's not like these are some magic words. <laughs> you know, I led a young lady to the Lord yesterday. Wow, yes. that was so awesome. And so. We, we get to the end, and I'm talking to her because, like a lot of others, mm-hmm. she said, I want to be baptized. I'm like, well, let's set that aside. Let's talk about what gets you to heaven. Right. And and I, I do a lot of times now say, you know, this is not how it's going to happen, but if it did, what would you say to this? If you got to heaven's portal mm-hmm. and there was Jesus standing there and he said, why should I let you right. in my heaven? Right. What would you say? And if your answer is, well, I prayed a prayer, mm-hmm. I don't believe that gets you in. Right. I mean, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Anybody can pray a prayer. Right. Anybody can say words. Right. And so I told this young lady as we were talking, and I said, it's really about your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, where in this moment, right. in your heart, do you know that you're a sinner? Can you talk to me about, I don't need to know all your deep, right. dark right. secrets. Right. But let me know you know what sin is mm-hmm. and that you fit the bill for Romans 3.23. Mm-hmm. And do you understand what that leads to? Mm-hmm. And do you know that there's but one way? Right. There, there's not many ways. Right. I don't, I don't care what society today teaches. Right. There's but one. One. 
So, and I mean, bless her heart, that sweet young lady was just all about it. Did you read she posted on Facebook? She can't tell, wait to tell people <laughs> about the love of God. Isn't that amazing? I'm like, yeah, and I read that. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. That seems to be showing evidence there. Yep. Yeah, and what she and we left out, and so we walked out, and her friends were here. Yeah. And so I'm going to give kudos to her friends that yeah. that brought her. Yep. And man, we got some. We do have some teenagers. Yeah. That will that are not afraid to. And I mean, I you know, I'm pretty direct in my sermons, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty, you know. Right. Well, and I was going to say before you say that, that she's a, a high schooler. High schooler. Who came with friends. And, um, yeah. And, and It's a young lady that just graduated. Mm-hmm. She's bringing three other friends with her that right. are all still in high school. Right. I think all of them are seniors, junior mm-hmm. seniors. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's getting to where she's going to fill up a pew. Yes. And I'm going, you go, girl. Yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, and I texted her last night, and I said these words to her. Do you understand the impact mm-hmm. on eternity that you had in that girl's life? Yeah. Wow. Her response was, well, you led her to Jesus. I said, but you brought, but her. You brought her. Yes. You you get, for lack of a better term, check marks for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you you will, you were part of it. Yep. What did, what did Paul write? You know, one person plants. Yes, yes. One waters, yep. and then Christ brings it. And that's all that was. That was her planting, yep. me watering, and Jesus. Absolutely. You know, we, we make this statement, and I had somebody the other day say this. I can't stand it when people say, well, I led somebody to Jesus. And they were like, because nobody comes except Jesus does it. I'm like, well, yeah, but I led them there. <laughs> I got them to that point, and it's up to Jesus to make right. the, the movement. But so, and that ties in, if you're asking about that, it ties in with this because there are going to be those that have been church members all their life right. that walked an aisle, mm-hmm. took a preacher by the hand, mm-hmm. had tears in their eyes, yep. were baptized, they went down a dry center and came up a wet center. Yep. Right. No change. No, right. No change in their hearts. Right. So, and I, you know, I stress this to everybody and I'm like, and I told her, at, going back to the girl yesterday, and she could vouch for this. I said, you may think I'm going at you, mm-hmm. but I care enough yeah. to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know. Because right. I don't want it to be a hope so salvation right. or a, a, a momentary emotional thing. I want I want you to know that you know right. when the hard times come. Yes. And if she's out telling folk about what the love of God, the hard times are going to come right. because the enemy will go right. at her. Right, absolutely. You know, so getting back to this, um, I just wrote my notes. I've seen it right now because I put my glasses on. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing what you can see when you put glasses on. Not every church member is saved. That's right. But if you were to ask the the run of the mill Mm -hmm. Christian, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you think they would say, "Oh, church members are saved"? Oh, for sure. And I think, um, I mean, I ran into this when I first full time job in many, many years in, um, working at a school and not around here, but, um, just in listening to conversation and in having conversations with people, it seemed like there were so many people who were believers in that school. Um, and it took, it was a, a rude awakening to my heart to realize that many of them, either had um, the wrong definition of what a believer is Mm -hmm. 
or we're just del- totally delusioned about <laughs> what you know their the reality of their spiritual state. And because I think some people, because a lot of it was, well, you know, I go to church every Sunday, so I check the box. I'm, you know, I'm religious. I go to oh, church. <laughs> deal with that word for a minute. As soon as that came out of my mouth, I knew you would say that. Um, I mean, it's just the ones who are going through the, I call them the acts of religion, the motions, the works, the um, going to church and participating in, in all of that. And um, it, and in certain denominations, even the um, communion that where they don't, you know, emphasize the true meaning of mm-hmm. the communion. Um and just doing all those things just because you're supposed to or that's what you're supposed to do. And so you're checking off the boxes and that's all it is. But it's not a following Jesus with your life. It's not a faith. It's not a lordship of your heart. Yeah. yeah. And there are a lot of religious people that are not going to heaven. Right. I mean, religious people. Right. I mean, devoutly right. religious people. Right. But I want to make sure I say something now. In the Old Testament, it talks about the pure religion of God. The pure religion of God is a, is a faith, really. Yes. It's the beginning of faith. Right. But the religion we have today is not pure, mm-hmm. most people. Mm-hmm. Because that religious person, they they base it on church membership, tithing, and, and all those in, in and of themselves are good. But it's not the way to get to heaven. Yes. Right. They they should be results. They're not the, the benefactor of getting us there. Mm-hmm. Not of any works, lest any man should boast. Right, absolutely. And everything, church membership's a work. Right. Baptism's a work. Right. Tithing's a work. Yep. Um, preaching can be a work. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to heaven because I'm a preacher. No, I'm going to heaven because I'm a blood-bought sinner. Right, right, right. That became a saint. Right. And so here's the scope of this thing, and, and this is what he gets at. Um, the second thing I wrote there was churches um, are made up of good and bad. Yes. Just be honest. Yep. There's some not so nice people in churches. Right. Right. And and I think I mean, how many times have we seen somebody who I I'm sure you've experienced it. I know I have that their real character comes out or there's a downfall and you realize that the real person mm-hmm. has been shown. And and that real person and what has been shown is not a true believer. Mm-hmm. You know, something happens to expose that. Um, and and then that's when, um, I forgot what I was going to say about it, but, but that has happened. Oh, yeah. And so you realize that you can't assume that the ones that are sitting in the pews are, or in the chairs yeah. are indeed people who have said yes to Jesus' gift of salvation and yes, I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Yeah. I mean, the key is that the net is to be wide. Yes. So when Matthew's writing, he's using the picture of what would happen. They said some nets would be like 300 meters mm-hmm. wide. Shame on me that I didn't figure out exactly how long <laughs> that was. But it sounds oh, like yeah. it's a pretty big net. Yep. And so they would go in the Sea of Galilee and they'd have this big old net. And instead of taking the time... When they were getting them out, they just drag them all up on shore, right. and this fish was good, went in this bucket. This fish was bad, threw it back into the water, right. I guess, or I don't know, in another right. bucket. Right. Um, and literally, that's what it's going to be at the mm-hmm. end of time. Right. Now, this right. is not talking about rapture. This is talking about second coming, end in, of yes. time. Right, 
Right. I'm thinking Revelation 19, 20, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great white throne, when your works are going to be shown and you're going to be done for. And the parable it, it is really dealing with is the parable of the weeds. Yes. You know, I said it many times, I think on mm-hmm. here, that the tear that they talk about is a is a is a weed that looks just like the wheat. Right. Until uh-huh. that moment of exposure uh-huh. comes. Yep. When it should come to full head, right. it comes to full weed. And then, you know, that person's like, well, you want me to go and take them out? No, because if you do that, you're going to take out some of the real wheat. Right. right. And so don't do that. Just wait. Don't worry. It'll be shown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, don't worry. Yeah. I got this. I got yeah. I'll take care of that. Right. Don't you worry. Me and my right. angels. Yep. We got it. We got it. <laughs> it. You know, so that that's what I get. And so I really, I mean, that. I don't understand why somebody would want to invest so much time in, in being religious and not being godly. Right. And, and I know I'm harping on that. Mm-hmm. But because I think it's I think it's the greatest hindrance in church today. Yeah. That we don't... I, I mean, there's other things, obviously. But religiosity mm-hmm. and godliness are not the same. Right. Right. You know, and for people to say, well, I'm religious. Well, who cares? I believe the devil's religious. Yeah, I mean, in a sense. Yeah, but he's his own religion, right? Right. Well, because it says the demons. I remember uh, a, a pastor I worked with. Um, we were looking up words. That's what we like to do together. Imagine that. And <laughs> and she said, "Look it up where it says the demons believe and tremble, and it's the same word yeah. as believe for us. And so they have that. They believe. They know, mm-hmm. but they don't." Um, accept it. They don't uh, submit to that lordship. They don't. Yeah. Become, they don't place their trust in Jesus. Right. Right. They they know who he is and they right. tremble and they're fearful. But they're like, I'm not believing in you. I mean, you think about it every time that Jesus um, uh, encountered somebody who was demon possessed, and in a couple of times, yeah. you know, we're told about the demons speaking to him. They knew who he was. Oh yeah. They knew. <laughs> they had dealt with him before. Right. They were kicked right. out of heaven. Right. So the. And nobody wants to deal with bad stuff. Right. But hell's a real place. Right. And even, to me, this is just sad. You, I go back to what I just said. You put all this time and you put in all this effort in being religious, and what does it get you? The same thing it gets for the dude who's a mass murderer that never came to Jesus. Right. Or whomever that just never came to Jesus. You get to go to the same hell. Right. Now I know people are like, well, I don't like to hear about hell. Well, why? Right. Hell's a real place. It's real, right? Jesus said it was created mm-hmm. for the devil yeah. and his demons. Right, right. But the Lord has no alternative except for sending people there who go the way of right. the devil. Follow them, yep. And so, you know, what it says here, he says that in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. I heard a sermon once, it was possibly the uh, hell is no joke. Yeah. That was the title of the sermon. <laughs> I mean, he's a rich man in Lazarus. Uh huh. Um, and so, if I know hell's real, right? As a pastor, and I never call your attention to it, and I never tell you the remedy, right? You know, it's the same old illustration people say all the time. For example, if I knew the remedy for cancer, if I flat knew mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. answer to that, that could heal you, could change you, could. Right. And I didn't share it. Right. 
if I'm a pastor and I don't share it, right? You know, that's just it's just wrong, right? And and by the way, I don't know who's religious and who's godly. Mm-hmm. That's not my job. I'm not on that committee, right? 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 You're yeah. It it reminds me too a little bit. Maybe, maybe hopefully, maybe if you you might want to dispute this. But when we get to the end of math to Matthew um, 25 verse 31 and when he um, separates the sheep and the goats yep, and he one, tells yep. about that, right? And so to us, the people that he's separating look the same. Mm-hmm. They, they've they done acts of service. They've clothed people that needed it. They fed people that needed it. They gave water to people that needed it. They visited people in jail. And even they didn't realize that they were not mm-hmm. what Jesus did required them to be. Mm-hmm. And so when he separated them, anybody who would have been um, looking on and observing that would have said, oh, I didn't know that that person, right. you know, didn't belong With in the, the fold, right? Um, and so it's as we're talking about it, it's sort of reminding me of that, um, what he did. Well, that, we talked about that. And that goes back to, that's why, you know, it's not a sprint. Right. You really don't know. What, listen, dads out there, hear me. I'm trying to find it because I know it is it is right there. If if you've never read books by David Farrar, you're you're missing out if you're a dad. Um, Anchorman is a tremendous book. There's a Finishing Strong is is a is a powerful book about making sure you finish well because so many people they falter. At the final part, yeah. and and then you're just remembered for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know what did Paul say? I fought a good fight. Yeah. I finished my course. Right. Right. He he didn't say, "Well, I fell at the end on my face." <laughs> and then it's that I can't think of what the the Olympian's name was, but this guy, he was running in the marathon, and he was running, and he ended up almost crawling if he wasn't. And literally, he is so many hours behind everybody else. They have shut the lights yes, off. Right. And they quote him and said, why don't you just quit? He said, my country didn't send me here to start the race, right. but to finish the yep. race. Right, right. And that's what we need to make sure that we do. Yeah. And that, and when we are, um, because so that's when we will see when people drop out of the race. Yeah. <clears throat> when people stop running that race. They went out from us because they were not of, of us. us. Right. I love that verse. I mean, it's yes. just true. That's what I tell myself when people leave. And, you know, preacher's feelings can get hurt. Yes. You're disappointed and, and hurt. I know everybody like wants to point to the preacher like, you hurt my feelings or you did this, whatever. But, man, when, when people that you thought were right there with you. Yep. And they just walk out of the church and never go anywhere else. Yep. And they're just, they just stop. Yeah, yeah. just like, what happened? Right. Well... You know, such as so whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I, I just I just go to that verse and I open it up. And I'm not holier than thou. Right. You know, um, but it does tell me a lot of things yes. that I need to know. Yeah. They went out from us because they were not of us. Of course, they had been of us. They would have stayed with us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's here. I mean, and if you are there and watching somebody who has walked away, um, I mean, rightly so. It it does hurt and it does <laughs> yeah. tear you up. Yeah. When you invest in the lives of people mm-hmm. and, and you right, do absolutely. your best when you're there at 
birth of children, of mm-hmm. death of, of family members right. or heartbrokenness or whatever. And then, you know, whatever. But I think about when I talk about this and wow, we're at 25 minutes I know. and we're just sitting there chit-chatting about this man. Um, you know, when I was thinking about it today, I was talking about uh, my mind went to the rich man and Lazarus and, and the description of it. Um, the Bible says he was in torment. I think the worst part of hell and Hades Mm-hmm. Is you're gonna see people in heaven. Yeah. Now I only got this verse to from right from that verse. I don't know that I'm gonna die on this hill, right. <laughs> but the Bible says that he did. The rich man also died and was buried, and in Hades, being in torment, mm-hmm. agony, mm-hmm. he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus Lazarus at his side. So t- it's a place of torment, right? You can't tell me that you won't be tormented like that. Right. And it, some people are going, well, y'all are trying to scare people in heaven. I don't really care what it takes to get you into heaven. <laughs> By the way, I'm not going to be able to scare you into heaven because the way to get into heaven is you got to come to realize just who you are and who Jesus is. Yes. And you have to come by the way of Jesus. So even if you say, well, I'm scared, so I'm going to do what I got. I'm going to say the words. There you go back to. Yes. Just because you pray a prayer right. doesn't mean you're going to heaven. It all comes back to what? The heart. Yep. Right. That's why Jeremiah, I believe, wrote what he wrote. The heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Mm-hmm. Right. And, the, and well, I mean, so much of the, of the heart is talked about throughout the Bible, and that's all that Jesus dealt with. Yeah. He dealt with the condition of the heart, and that's why he went after the Pharisees and the Sadducees so much was because they were religious people. Who didn't have a, a heart that followed after him? <laughs> hey, one of the funniest parts. Every time I read it, I'm like, let me say it a little closer. Then every time I read it, <laughs> when I'm reading in the in the Gospels, and I come across when he's talking to the Pharisees, he said, "You'll walk over heaven and earth, and f- to make one <laughs> disciple, and then make them twice as yes. much a, a proselyte of hell." Right. I'm like, what? You spent all this time just to not do any good to anybody, oh, right? And that's what the Pharisees were. That was their issue, mm-hmm. was their legalism. Yes. I mean, basically, before they went to captivity, their problem was was idolatry. Mm-hmm. And when they came out, it was legalism. Yes. You know, you're talking about going to two extremes. Right. right. And do I believe that I need to keep what this Bible says? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. But not to the point where, man, good gravy— I'm going to get mad at you for washing your hands right. on the Sabbath. Right. Or eating. So, I just, can't, have you ever stopped and thought about hell, really, though? I really don't want to go there. No. And I don't want any of my, I don't, I don't want my worst enemy to go there. Right. Because, I mean, when you start talking about place of torment, Weeping and gnashing of teeth, right. and the worm never dies. So, listen, those of you that try to soothe your soul, you're like, I'm going to have all of this here and I'm going to do whatever because when I die, there's no such thing as hell. I'll just be no more. Annihilation. It's not in the Bible. Right. And see, the Bible is the authority of Hank's life. Right. Do I keep it all the time? Nobody does. Right. I do my best. So, this annihilation theory is false. Absolutely. It's not there. Nowhere. No. It, it doesn't even come close to it. Right. Where the worm never dies. Right. <laughs> there's darkness. Mm-hmm. There's, well, weeping. And, you know, growing up, 
dudes was like, man, I want to go to hell. That's where all my friends are. Bruh. And I would laugh and be like, I know that's right, you know. <laughs> and now I'm just like, yeah, no, right. don't. So I am going to plead with you in a little bit of time. Don't, don't be religious. Yes. Be godly. Yes. Seek Jesus right. as Christ, Messiah, Savior. Yes. Lord. And really, it's like I talked about yesterday. That's what it comes down to, the Lordship of Jesus. Right. right. It's what we need in our lives is him to be the Lord of our life, period. Mm-hmm. We don't need a boss. Right. <laughs> we don't need whatever. We need him to be Lord. Right. Right. We, we need to... Um I mean, we say it a lot because it's true, but we need to make sure that when we have said, yes, we believe in Jesus and yes, we've accepted that gift of salvation, that then we go on to live out Galatians Mm -hmm. 2.20. Yeah. Because then we have made him Lord of our life Mm -hmm. and then we are living his life inside of, in us, not our own. Tell him how to make it personal. What What do you mean? You know what I mean. No, I don't. Yes, you do. How do they make it personal? Oh, with John three sixteen. <laughs> I knew you knew. I wasn't going to tell you. It takes a minute to read your mind. <laughs> but you know, when we, and we've said it before on here, but yeah. it has been a powerful thing that we have used in, in where um, John three sixteen, where it says, so God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And so to take that world to, and I think, I know I got this from you, but I use it all the time is that a forest is made of trees Mm -hmm. and the world is made of individual people. And so when we can take that phrase, those two words, the world and replace it with somebody's name, whether it's your own name or whether it's a name of somebody that you love, that you need to tell about Jesus or somebody that you've just met, um, and put their name in there. Um, you know, when I was talking to the girls in Brazil for God's, and I looked them in the eye, well, I tried to look them in the eye, it was dark, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but I looked at her and I said, for God so loved Alessandra that he gave his only son. And I looked at her and said that even if you were were the only person on this earth, he would have sent his son because he loved you that much. And so, and that's, um, powerful to think about, but that's, that is what makes it personal. That is what makes it, um, it's not just, so if you've never thought about that before, think about this, that it's not just that God loved the world, but God loved you. Mm, we forget that sometimes. Yes, yes. We forget, we, we, we replace ourselves like, oh, it's just in the world. It, I, I said, man, now I wish we had more time. <laughs> we get to the point of, well, God loved the world. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. God loved you. Yes. And and as I'm writing this, the study for the Youth Impact Weekend coming up and and you know, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to deal with, you know, who we are in Christ. And first and foremost, we are loved by God yes. because we have to know that and we have to believe it and we have to hold on to it because um, otherwise it doesn't really matter who we are in Christ if we right. don't believe that. Yeah. Um, and, and then that also then just sets the stage for being able to trust him and follow him and, and, um, and have faith in what he's going to do in your life. So. You know, in my in my walk, and and by the way, you never get off the walk, right? And you should be getting closer. And so I'm hoping that I'm closer to Jesus now than I was mm-hmm. six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, I literally used that yesterday with mm. with Taylor. Yeah. Um, hope he's okay. I said her name. <laughs> um, but we put her name in there. Yeah. Um, several times. Yeah. You know, you know, I stick it in there several more times, right? Yeah, at the end, right? No, I stick it in the middle. For God so loved <laughs> yeah. Mona that if Mona right. would accept Jesus, then yes. Mona yep. doesn't have to go to hell, right. but Mona right. could go to heaven. I mean, I stick it in every yeah, chance that it makes yep, sense. Absolutely. And um, but that's the beginning point. Mm-hmm. See, you go, but you got to have a John three sixteen to Galatians two twenty spiritual life. Yes, yes. You go from that moment of surrender and submission. Yes. To living out sanctification. Mm-hmm. And in realizing that, um, I mean, it is a marathon, and yeah. it and it's not something that, as soon as you say yes, then you know everything in you. Oh, good gravy. Are able to do everything, but it's a learning and growing thing. And that's why you need yeah. to be at church. And that's why you need to be, you know, involved. Exactly. Big thought. Um, <laughs> Here's mine. Hell is no joke. <laughs> Very good. Very good. And I, and I would just say examine your heart. Yeah. Um, we're not told to examine other people's hearts. We can ex- inspect for fruit, but mm-hmm. examine your heart. Yeah. And make sure that they, you're not going to be one of the bad who are thrown away. You know, I have people tell me all the time that, you know, you're always pointing out what I do wrong, uh, you know, whatever. And I don't really feel like I do that. <laughs> but if it's the if it's the word doing that, then I, I'm sorry. Right. I, I got right. nothing to do with that. Right. But let me just say you this. I self Yes. Um, spiritualize and self-check myself mm-hmm. every week with what mm-hmm. I'm preaching. Yep. Sometimes it's not a really good picture <laughs> of what I see, man. When you well, hold up the truth of the word. Right. Well, and I was just chuckling because I was. I know that what, I thought what you were going to say is not always fun to deal with the things that I'm going to deal with. On, no, it's not. You know, because you de- you're dealing with it in yourself first. Yeah. I mean, so that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I teach. And I mean, you're dealing with it yourself. You're going, yeah. oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and and so you're just like, well, but, but, but mm-hmm. I can't not, I'm going to use double negative here. Yeah. I can't not yes. deal with it just because Hank don't want to deal with it. Right. The Bible says it. Right. Therefore, I have to deal with it. Yeah. Even the hard parts. Yes. You know, I don't, that's the reason if anybody's ever wondered, you want to know why I preach through books of the Bible most of the time? So I don't skip the hard parts. Yes. Who wants to preach about <clears throat> One, wives, submit to your husbands <laughs> like I did yesterday. Yeah. You know, who wants to deal with those topics? Who wants to deal with the topic? I mean, I've dealt with some pretty heavy topics mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. And, but it's not my word. It's right. God's word. Anyway. Right. All right. So why don't you pray? Okay. And um, then I'll close this in. Dan, we missed you. Missed you, Dan. All right. Let's pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the truths in your word, and I thank you that we can sit behind these mics and and, um, talk about them and the people that listen, and I just pray that their hearts would be pricked to know you, to know you more, to know you fully, and um, to walk in your ways. And so, Lord, may our desire always be to put that forth in front of people, and may it never be for anything else. And so we thank you for... um, the opportunity to do that and we just thank you for the blessings that come because of it and may everything that we have said be a blessing to you and to those who are listening and we thank you and praise you in jesus name amen 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 hey i'm hank Meadows, pastor of marion baptist church got my home slice with me miss hey, mona hey. and um see you next time bye y'all